0: For an awesome time in your presence, we pray in the name of Jesus that tonight you minister and speak to our very hearts, that let everyone here be blessed as never before. May we have encounter with your spirit and make us contact the graces that we desire. We call it done in Jesus' precious and mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of Jesus. So last week, we began to look at how to contact any grace that you desire. And we 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 were focusing on the prophetic. But, of course, the things that we shared were very deep. And I believe that the things that we shared will go a long way to be a blessing to everyone who is here with us. Last uh, week, we started talking about the how, how to contact the grace that you desire. Then we said that to contact the grace you desire, there is a certain dimension we call the revelation dimension the revelation dimension the revelation dimension and this revelation dimension empowers us to have access into the very nature of the grace that we desire it is very important and it is very much of essence that every christian who desires a certain grace must come to understand that for you to contact the grace that you desire, you need to have a personal revelation of that grace. So you need to begin to ask God questions and you, you, you picture the future of that grace in scripture by going to the scripture, opening the Bible, and searching out the, the truth, the reality, and the nature of the grace you desire. Because you cannot walk in the healing dimension of grace without having a personal revelation of that grace. So for you to have contact that grace, for example, called the healing grace, you need to have a personal revelation, a personal revelation of that healing grace. Now, I said that, Bible said that faith cometh by hearing, and hearing comes by the word of God. So, you need to enter the realm where you begin to, you know, you begin to ask God questions in scripture. And find out what the the, the revelation about that healing grace is. To know what it stands for, what it does. Why does it work the way it works? What has God said about the healing dimension? It is when you walk in that dimension that you will now be able to have a personal, I mean, a revelation of that grace and walk in it. So if anyone under the sound of my voice want to have a personal contact, a personal, you know, encounter, there is a grace you admire on a certain man of God or a certain woman of God. There is a certain grace you admire on a certain businessman or woman. You want to contact that grace. You want to contact that grace. You want to make sure that, first of all, you must have a personal revelation of that grace in order to contact or have access to that grace. And there is a revelation we call the revelation of Scripture, and we have the revelation of the spirit, we have the revelation of the spirit. So you need to have that revelation of scripture where you have a rhema. I, I was I was giving an example that Jesus said the Bible Isaiah said he himself took our infirmity. So if he took it, then it is not there. So for it to be there, then it means there is something wrong. And this is what Bishop Oedeko said in some time past that. This was the beginning of his access into divine hell. When he decided to open the Bible himself and search through scripture. And as he kept on searching and searching, he came to understand that Jesus took infirmity away. And if he took infirmity away, then it is an error for infirmity to be around. In fact, it means that he is a thief. He said to himself that if I have this thing around me, that I am a thief, I want to steal it because he has taken it away. That is his personal revelation of healing. And that was what began his dimension of walking in divine health. So people of God, if you are here and you want to really walk in the dimension of any grace at all you desire, you need to have a personal revelation through scripture. By searching out the Bible, looking at the promises of God and the covenant God has concerning that grace you admire. And as you come into contact with that revelation, you apply yourself to that revelation. And in the application of yourself to that revelation, you become a manifestation of that revelation. That is the journey from revelation onto manifestation then there is the revelation of the Spirit where the Holy Spirit will begin to give you specifics and begin to tell you the particular things that you need to do so that you walk in that grace and that is a very serious matter because um, when you look at Elisha in 2nd Kings chapter 2 Elisha was not the only son of the prophet there were sons of the prophet who, who were in the school of the prophet and in a particular school, there were more than 50 students, and Elijah was part of them. But they all were informed by God that God was coming to take Elijah away. They all had access to that information that God was going to take Elijah away from them. And God did not just tell them that, He also went ahead to tell me that to tell them the particular day that Elijah will be translated from the earth. And so when that day came, they said to themselves, ah, today is the day that Elijah is being taken away. Today is the day the prophet who could command fire to come from heaven will be taken away. Today is the day this prophet of God, who is able to do a lot of power and do all kinds of things and and, and pick the mind of God, lock the heavens, shut the heavens and open the heavens, that man of God will be taken away. There is a mantle Elijah carried and there was an oil and grace upon his head. But among all the sons of the prophets, they all knew that God was going to take him away. They knew the particular timing. It means that they were not just sons of the prophet, but they themselves were sharp. They were smart, they were sharp, and they were very sensitive to the leadings of the spirit. In fact for every one of them to know that god was going to take them his their master away it means that they, the guys were sharp they were they were they were being mentored by elijah and they they were growing in the gift but look at the question how many of them were able to contact the grace that was upon elijah among all of them they none of them made an attempt to go and contact the grace that was upon elijah so they said unto elijah do you know that your master shall be taken away from you today he said yes i know hold you your peace and the guys did this from giga to Bethel to jericho and jordan and all of that and none of them was able to contact the grace that was upon elijah this is the reality and the picture of the christian today there are people or men and women, young men and women who desire a certain grace. They know so much, but they do little. That is the kind of Christians we have in our generation. There are people who know so much. There are pastors who know so much. There are bishops who know so much. There are, there are brothers and sisters. They know so much, but they do little. And so they can tell you even how to do what and what to do what. When things are not working, how to go about things, they can do everything, they they know so much, but they do little. But the miracle and the oil is not in the knowing, it is in the doing. Um, 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 What's the name of this woman? Catherine Coleman said that every miracle I'm doing and the anointing I have, anyone can have it. But if only he or she is ready to pay the price, so you can have what I have, you can walk in what I have, you can do whatever I'm doing, if only you are ready to pay the price. So we have many Christians who know so much, but they do so little. And that is the kind of generation we are in. We have so much lazy and many lazy Christians. They cannot pray. They will not pray. They will sleep throughout all the night, seven days a week, 24 hours. They will sleep and sleep. They will not study the word. They will not fast. Yet they want miracles and miracles. They want prophecy upon prophecy. But they themselves will not work on that prophecy. They want to only hear the miracle happening now and then. They want marriage to happen now. Everything must be now. They are not ready to go through the process. People of God, if you are not ready to pay the price, you can never contact the grace that you desire. So the first thing or the first secret to contact any grace you desire is to have a personal revelation of that grace. So if it's about financial grace, financial prosperity, you must search through scripture yourself and begin to find out that have a personal revelation of what financial prosperity is about. If it's about working in the dimension of favor, where well, you work in the grace of favor, then you need to go through scripture and begin to expound and begin to search through the scriptures. What does the Bible say about favor? What does the scripture say about favor? Search it for yourself. And and as you search it for yourself, you will catch a personal revelation of it. And as you catch the personal revelation of what favor is, favor will automatically be produced in your life. This evening, may somebody under the sound of my voice who is desiring any grace, even if it is the prophetic, I pray that that grace will come upon somebody tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, the second way to contact any grace you want is what i call desire is what i call desire is what i call desire desire is a very important thing if you want to walk you see many years ago i met a man who was working in the prophetic And I said, ah, God, how I wish I can prophesy like this man. How I wish I can prophesy like this man. So out of desire, I started following this man. I started looking at him. I started watching him closely. I followed him and followed him, because there was something he carried that I needed. That is one thing that people don't know. That everything you desire, somebody has it. In fact, there is nothing new under the sun. Almost every grace you want to work in. ah Who told you that we have not had prophets in the past before? Go through your biographies and find out. We have had a lot of prophets who have come and gone. Kenneth Hagin is one of them. We have had William Graham is one of them these men work on common grace maybe you have heard of god's generals you hear a lot of biographies go to healing room healing and revival.com there are a lot of biographies there you can read men have come and gone john g lakes smith wigglesworth and many other people have come and gone. they work in serious graces so This is not the first time we are going to hear about dimensions. Dimensions have operated. I believe that there are unlimited dimensions in God that we can have access to. But listen, if you want to really contact any grace, you must have a desire for that grace. When we say desire, we are talking about a strong feeling of wanting to have something. You see, that strong feeling that comes upon you or generates in you that wants you to have something or you wish for something to happen, that thing is called desire. If it is not strong, it is not desire yet. It must be a strong feeling. If that feeling is not strong, then it is not a desire yet because desire is a strong feeling of wanting to have something. That is what we call desire. So when a man desires for a grace, it means that that person has a strong feeling for that grace. When you see a man or a woman who desires the prophetic grace, that person has a strong feeling of wanting to have that grace, of wanting to see the way they see, of wanting to hear the way they hear. Of wanting to prophesy the way they prophesy, So it is a strong wish and a strong want of something. And until that thing comes, you are always restless. You cannot just be there like that. It's a strong feeling of wanting to have something and wishing for something for yourself. That is what we call desire. When a man desires a woman, the man will go every length and breadth to ensure that the woman becomes his. So, in the same way, when you desire a gift, you go every length and breath to ensure that you walk in that grace. Huh? You, you have no idea. You see, when I look at, for example, the chairman of my church, Apostle Leo Yami when I see the way he teaches the word and breaks down scripture, I say, God, let me desire. So out of desire for this man, I am anytime I hear his voice, whatever, whether on social media, on the website, or on the on Facebook or whatever, I will immediately go and look for it. And I, I listen to his sermons. I listen to him. I watch him. I listen to him. I watch him. What am I doing? It is what we call the the characteristics of desire. When you desire for something, you follow after that thing. When you desire for something, you chase after that thing because it is a strong feeling that you want to have something. So if the strong feeling is is not there, it is not a desire yet. So when we say desire, you must have a strong feeling. It must be a strong one. It must be a strong one, because a lot of times, where your heart is, that is where your treasure is. When you read Matthew chapter six, I think verse twenty-one. Matthew chapter six, the verse number twenty-one. The Bible said, I read from the ESV. I read from the ESV. It says that. Oh, this is Mark. No, Matthew six twenty-one. Kaba yabara. Manda. Bible said that. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is. So if indeed the apostolic grace is your treasure, your heart will be there. If the prophetic is your your treasure, your heart will be there. If the kingdom prosperity is a grace, and the way people finance the kingdom work is the grace you desire, then your heart will be there. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. It is very important to understand. So Psalm 42 verse 1 it says, it that, says that as the deer pants for the waters so my soul pants for you O God my soul tests for God for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Hey, look at what desire can do. Desire, verse 3, he said, my tears have been my food, day and night. I remember recently in Ghana, there was a funny story. Somebody, a young boy had a broken heart, and that broken heart became a, 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 a trending thing in the whole of Ghana. And everybody was laughing all because of one broken heart. People of God, I don't know whether you have cried before or you have, or you have experienced what I'm talking about before. When you desire for something and you are not having that thing, sometimes you can cry down, you can weep. I don't know how many of us here under the sound of my voice ever desire for God. You are thirsty for God. You are hungry for God. You want to have more of God. You want to see more of God. You are you are so hungry and thirsty for God and the kind of grace you desire. You don't have it yet and it 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 pushes you into the atmosphere where you weep, you cry, you shed tears in your pillow to so God. When will you he said, when shall I appear before God? He said, my tears have been my food day and night. My tears have been my food day and night. While they said to me all day long, where is your God? He said, these things I remember, I pour out my soul. I pour out my soul. All because of desire. When you go to verse 7, he says, deep calls unto the deep. Deep calleth unto the deep at the roar of your waterfalls all your breakers and your waves have gone over me wow what a desire what a desire when there is desire your soul pants for the Lord there is so much hunger for God you see once you have not been filled you are not okay that is why the singer the, the song minister said fill my cup oh Lord I lifted up Lord come and quench The testing of my soul, bread of heaven, feed me till I want no more. Fill my cup, fill it up and make me whole. There is a dimension where the cup of your body is filled with the spirit. There is a space in a man, and that space in a man requires that God, something must be must fill that space, and that thing that must fill that. is in every man so there is something deep in you that is always longing for God that is always testing for God that is always hungry for God but not everybody has it not everybody has this what, what we call this desire because there are people who, whose consciences and spirit are dead and they are cut off from the spirit so they are unable to have access into some of these things so they don't have the desire But people of God, I am here tonight to arouse the spirit of desire in us. That beginning from tonight, whatever grace you desire, whether it is the grace of teaching, the grace of healing, the grace of the miraculous, the grace of the apostolic, the grace of the prophetic. I don't know the desired grace you want, but tonight... As you are here under the sound of my voice, I see God out of your desire for this grace, releasing that thing upon your life, releasing that oil upon your life, releasing that grace upon your life. And from tonight, I see you walking in dimensions of the spirit that you have never experienced before. Am I talking to somebody tonight? You need a desire. You need a desire. When you desire for something You follow, you follow, you follow, you follow, you don't give up, you follow. Elisha saw Elijah and said, I desire the grace this man carries. I desire the prophetic grace on Elijah. And so I will not stop following, I will follow. And Elijah said to Elisha, "Sir, the Lord has sent me to go to Jericho, sit here. And wait for me, let me go and come. Then Elisha said to Elijah, Sir, what you are saying is true, but please, as the Lord God Almighty lives, and as my soul lives, I shall not leave you. I will not leave you. I will not leave you. I will keep following. He said, that, As you yourself, I will not leave you. So they went down. And it's, it's happened, it's happened and happened and happened. Why? Because the man said, I will not leave you. I will not. People who leave, they never contact the grace they desire. So if you are here, understand that this is a principle of the spirit. This is a fundamental thing for any gift and any grace you desire. The, the desire must be there. The desire must be be dead. it must be a strong feeling. You know, out of desire, something happened to me. One day, I was, I think somewhere in 2012 or 2013, I was having my national service. There was a man of God I met. And like I said, I desired his oil so much to the extent that I was able to, you know, every morning, When I wake up from bed and I'm walking to my office, which was about four kilometers from where I lived, I prefer to walk in and out. Anytime I was walking to the office, I will put on my earpiece and I'll be listening to the man. I will listen and listen and listen and listen till I get to the office. When I close, because I want to contact the grace on the man, I will tune in again and listen and walk back home the next morning I will do the same when I close I will do the same I did this and consistently to the extent that I could recite the ministrations of the man of God without watching him in fact I could recite it one day I took a video of myself reciting his ministrations from beginning to the end I recited everything to the extent that when I say, you say what people like this are in this land who can watch out of desire for a grace. Watch and watch and watch until the thing becomes part of them. Hmm. I could recite it. It is what we call desire. Desire can make you follow. And when you follow, you will surely come into contact with that grace today. When I minister sometimes, I remember one day I was ministering online like this on Zoom. And I said there's somebody here whose telephone number begins with this, 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 this. And I mentioned the number. Me, myself, I was shocked. Hmm. But this is the grace that is upon the man I'm talking about. That he could mention numbers, telephone numbers like that. that. It is not about the mention of the numbers. Some people say, oh, you it's not about the mention. The mention some. You two mention some, Let's see. It is not that the mentioning of the numbers, it is also very important because it produces faith in the one receiving the word. And it is not something that the individual is able to do, generate by himself. It is the workings of the spirit. Please, I want us to understand this, that if you are here and you really desire a gift, you must desire, it must be a strong feeling. Follow. Somebody has said, the proof of desire is pursuit. the proof of desire is pursuit. so that is the second thing if you really want to contact that grace then you must have a strong feeling of wanting that day. so this is very important and it will lead me to the third thing it will lead me to the third thing now now The third way of contacting any grace you desire is by impartation. It's by impartation. It's by impartation. It's by impartation. 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 When we say impartation, we are talking about the ability to give unto others that which God has given us. (laughs) It's as simple as that. Hmm. Either by God's sovereignty or through an anointed vessel of God. So, it is the ability to give unto others that which God has given us. Either God's sovereignty by his own sovereign way or through anointed vessels. So impartation is, for me, is very important because impartation can let you operate in that grace without struggle. Without struggle. Because we don't have much time, I wouldn't be able to go through much and talk about impartation. But I just want to quote from Numbers 11, 25. Bible said in Numbers 11, that God took the spirit that was upon Moses and placed that spirit. Let me read. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and spoke to him, Moses, and took some of the spirit that was on him and put it on the 70 elders. And as soon as the spirit rested on them, they prophesied. That is all I want to say. So Moses was carrying a spirit. Every anointed vessel is carrying a certain spirit. And that spirit is called grace. Every anointed vessel is carrying grace. Now, per this scripture, we understand that sometimes God can take a measure of that grace upon the man and put it on another man and when he puts it on that man whatever the previous man was doing before the second person can now do the same thing with the same impact and with the same oil and authority it is what we call impartation so if i am operating in a certain dimension of wisdom God can take that grace a measure of that grace and place it on another person. And the moment it, is, it, it comes upon this person, the person will walk in the same dimension of wisdom I am operating in. It is called impartation. It is called impartation. Now, <laughs> impartation is very necessary. But like I said, Impartation is something that can be transferred, it's the transference of grace from a greater to a lesser. Bible says that it is the lesser is blessed of the greater. Where is that one? Where's that scripture from? Come again, Hebrews 7 7. Yes, let me read that thing so that you understand impartation. You you, you 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 cannot impart somebody who is higher than you. <laughs> let me let me open it for you. I think we are there now. Hebrews chapter seven, verse number seven. Bible said, "It is beyond dispute that the inferior is blessed by the superior. The lesser is blessed by the greater." The one who is low is blessed by the ha- the one who is high. So I cannot impart my boss. I cannot impart my chairman. <laughs> it is an error. But my chairman can impart me. My my boss, my apostle can impart me. You understand? The one I'm working under, by by way of God's sovereign, you know, placement and callings and dealings can impart me the lesser must be blessed of the greater you need to understand that this principle that is the, the principle of impartation because when it comes to impartation, impartation is divinely okay. see, see, this is why when Jesus died the curtains in the temple torn into two but it tore from the top to the bottom so that you will understand that impartation must always come from above And it comes down to the bottom. So, Bible said that every gift and every good and perfect gift is from above, it's from the father of light. I think there are no variations, shadow of variation. Listen, people of God, I want you to understand this: that impartation must always come from above, it must come from the higher to the to the lower, the greater to the lesser, from the superior to the inferior. And that is why. Because of this principle, every level where you are now, you should understand that there's somebody who is superior than you. You see, you see, no matter how sharp you are in your gifts, no matter how anointed you are, no matter how powerful you think you are, there is always somebody who is superior than you. There is always someone who is greater than you. The levels are not the same. Listen, I can be a Samuel speaking the mind of God and prophesying. But my superior may not be prophesying and speaking the way I do. It doesn't mean that I am higher than you. Eli was not prophesying. Eli was a priest. Samuel was a prophet. But it doesn't mean that that Eli cannot impart Samuel. When it comes to impartation, impartation can be done from by somebody who is not in your calling. You understand me? Somebody who is not in that same office that you are called into can even impart you. Because during the period of impartation, they are standing in the place of God to release that spirit from above onto your life. So impartation comes from that that it, it comes from that is the first dimension of impartation, where God can use somebody who is not in the same office or calling to even impact your life. Then we have the others where somebody who is also working in the same dimension of ministry can also impact. But listen, even if you are the same ministry, no two prophets are the same. No two apostles are the same. No two teachers are the same. No two uh, healing ministers are the same. No two evangelists are the same. No two pastors are the same. So it doesn't mean that. Uh, 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 so those things do not really matter. What matters is that there is a superior who is recognized as a superior in the spirit, and that person is imparting you. Sometimes, let me say this. Sometimes your superior may not necessarily be somebody who has a particular organizational hierarchy but we are talking about things of the spirit hmm, matters of the spirit sometimes you can meet a brother but the brother is a brigadier and a general in the spirit and sometimes you can meet maybe a pastor but the pastor is the, the level is low i'm telling you the truth sometimes you can meet an elder the elder is an elder and we suppose that the elder must be under the pastor but the elder is working in a certain dimension that even some pastors are not working in it is it is not about the titles because the, the titles do not matter it is about what is on the inside it is about what is on the inside. So, the Bible said that ye have the anointing, and the anointing is in you. So, it's not about the titles we carry. The anointing and the grace does not rest in titles, it rests in the inside, in the inner man, in the inward being. So, when a man is able to produce and work himself out, and make sure that the oil in his life is able to come out so strong, then the person will be raised by God. As long as you are working on your grace, as long as you are working on your grace, fasting and praying, searching through scripture, building yourself, humbling yourself, and giving yourself to your ministry, God will be raising you. In other words, you'll be building your spiritual rank in the spirit. And by the time you realize, you'll be in the position where you can impart others. People of like God, if you want to contact any grace you desire, go for impartation. Look for somebody that is superior to you. Look for somebody that is of greater than you. Then, as you go to that person, let that person begin to release that impartation. There is a certain dimension of impartation when you read 2nd King verse case. I was saying that the Bible said the spirit of Elijah is resting upon Elijah. So, it means that when you look at that text, you see that the spirit that is used is small letter S. It means that it is not the big letter S. Usually when you see big letter S, we know that we are talking about the spirit of God. The small letter S means it's, it's, it's the spirit of Elijah. The spirit that is working the spirit of Elijah. And and when we say the spirit of God, that is also the spirit of God. So when we say the spirit of Elijah, it is the same spirit that has been with Elijah all this while. What makes Elijah Elijah, Elijah is that spirit. Now you need to understand. Bible says in First Corinthians chapter two that what man knows the things of a man, who knows the things of a man? Nobody can know it. Except the spirit of the man small letter s so it means that if you are here you have a spirit but that spirit you have is is, is more or less the, the, what, what really knows you that the, everything about you is your spirit so sometimes when I'm prophesying for example I prophesy by looking into the spirit of the man because it is only the spirit of the man that knows the things of the man. And Bible says that the, the spirit of God also knows the things of God. So if I want to prophesy and know certain things about you, all I need to do is to discern. I discern and... Th- uh, let me let me break it down. This is what we also call descending of spirit. A lot of times... We have been taught to understand that Descending of Spirit is about distinguishing between good and evil spirit. That is operation. That is an operation. That is not just it. Descending of Spirit, I, 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 I am preparing to write a book and the title of the book is Descending of Spirit. And because I feel that people really live that, that, we, that we don't have much. It's, it's a gray area that people have not really explored and understood. Descending of spirit is also being able to descend into the spirit of people, because everybody has a spirit, and knowing what is actually wrong, knowing what is happening, and it is what we call descending of spirit. It is not just gift of discernment, but descending of spirits, because we are talking about spirit of men, spirits of men. So I can tell what you ate before you came for the service. I can tell. the the, the, the school you attended, by descending of spirit, I can tell um, um, what's happened on the way coming to church. I can tell all this by descending of spirit. That is just for another time. But what I'm trying to just communicate tonight is the fact that if you really want to contact any grace, you must go for impartation. Elisha went for impartation from Elijah. And they said Elijah's spirit is resting on Elijah. Because they saw that the man had caught it. He caught the thing. The way Elijah behaved, Elisha behaved. The way Elijah moved in the property, Elisha did, and even more. People of God, I am praying for you tonight. May God usher you into deeper levels and dimensions where you will walk in that grace you desire. Where you walk in that grace you desire. Where you walk in that grace you desire. So, these are the three things I want to talk to you about tonight how to contact the grace. The last thing is service. And I'll end there. The last thing is service. 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 That will be the last thing for tonight. So, to contact the grace you desire, you must have a personal revelation of that grace. You must desire that grace. You must go for impartation. I call those things um, grace activators. Whenever you, you are already even working in that grace and you realize that you are down, look for grace activators. Grace activators are the people who are superior and greater, who can... Impart you and ignite and activate that grace that you already have. I call them grace activators. Then the last thing is to serve, is to serve, is to serve. Service can cause you to contact the grace you desire. Before I even go to service, let me say this: when you want an impartation, you don't necessarily I mean, when you are face-to-face with the person, it is very good. But if you have no access to the person face-to-face, you one of the ways to get impacted is to use, read his books. Read his books. Listen to his preachings and teachings. Read books. Listen to sermons. Watch his videos. Watch her videos. Listen to sermons. Listen and listen. Read the books. It is one way you contact the grace that is upon the man. There is a man I contacted the grace of prosperity. And that man is Kenneth Copeland. I have never met Kenneth Copeland anywhere. I have never seen Kenneth Copeland I have never, ever gone to his country before, but when I saw the man's books and I saw one particular one about the art of prosperity, I said, what? I started reading and reading and I caught some keys and caught some mysteries. And so, although I have not seen him, I have been impacted by the anointing and the grace I desire. So, You don't necessarily have to be in the presence of the person. But if you are, it's a plus for you. But if you are not, there are people who are even close to the university, but they don't have even a degree. So staying around the university does not guarantee you a degree. Staying around a mechanic shop does not guarantee that you'll be a mechanic. Staying around the school of law does not mean that you graduate as a lawyer until you enroll yourself and submit yourself to the conditions that are are required you will never become so there are people who can stay very close to grace they live with the grace they desire they live with the grace that people are desiring. they stay with the grace people are desiring. they, they are with the, they are with the vessel face to face but they never become blessed of that grace i don't know whether you have encountered that before that sometimes the people around you, immediate people around you, they never contact the grace you you you, you, you operate in. But people who are far away, they are the ones who catch the, the grace. Why does it happen? Because sometimes when people get so close, they become so familiar, they become so familiarity-setting, and they become complacent, and, 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 and all of that begins to set in. And because of that, they, 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 they lose the value that they are supposed to place on the grace you carry. So, somebody can be far away, but can walk in deep dimensions of the grace I carry, than somebody who is very close, and yet may not walk in that grace. In the same way, I can be here, and I can see a man somewhere, and I will desire for that grace, and I will contact the grace the man carries. Yet, somebody who is there with that man will never walk in that grace. It is because of what we call familiarity. People of God, you need to understand that impartation can be done through books, can be done through teachings and preachings, listening to the man of God or the woman of God and the, and, and just following him. Follow, follow. Elisha followed Elijah. Those days there was no social media, but today we have social media. So follow, follow on podcasts, follow on Facebook, follow on Twitter follow on instagram follow on which one again <laughs> youtube channel follow everywhere follow on the website follow and follow follow on whatsapp status every time you see that your the superior has posted a status go ahead and read anytime you see that he has posted something on facebook go ahead and read follow on zoom follow everywhere if you follow, you will contact that grace you desire. There is something Elisha did. Elisha was pouring water on the on the hands of Elijah. Elisha served Elijah. Elisha served Elijah. Samuel served Eli. Because someone served Eli, someone walked in that grace dimension. Elisha served Elijah. And because of that, Elisha received that dimension of grace. There was a man called Gehazi. Gehazi was also a servant. But he did not contact the grace because of the kind of heart he had. So people of God, you need to understand that For you to contact the grace, you must serve. 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 Serve and serve very well. You must serve and serve very well. How do you serve? You can serve by finding something to do in the ministry of that person. You can serve by taking care of certain uh, bills and programs. It's a way of serving. You can serve by your talents. You can serve by your talents. You can serve by your resources. You can serve by your resources. So there are many ways to serve. You can serve anyhow, you can serve anywhere, you can serve anyhow, anywhere. When you serve you place a demand on that grace service has a way of placing demand on the grace you desire so as you continue to serve, there is what we call an impartation that is released through association and that service will become like a seed that you are planted in the grace that you desire and because you serve that grace, the grace will also begin to serve you the grace will serve you. I was looking for a certain Bible test, but I think I can't find it. But maybe, yes, I can't I can just find it, but, but I it is well, all I want to say is what I've said, that if you really want to contact the grace you desire, you must serve. There are people who don't want to serve. They don't want the process they just want to sit somewhere and the anointing will come it doesn't work that way you must serve you must serve. people who serve they catch the spirit of the man it's one thing catching the spirit of god and catching the spirit of the man elisha did not just receive the spirits of god he received the spirit of the man that is why i call it the double portion He said, let a double portion of your spirit come upon me. Nobody can give a double of his spirit. Because what you have is one. You can only give one. And even that one, you can't give all. It's a measure of that one that can come upon you. But when he said double portion, it means that it was two dimensions of spirit, of grace that came upon him. One from God and one from the man. So there was something on Elijah that came upon Elijah. And that is why in verse 15 they said the spirit of Elijah is resting on Elisha. Meanwhile, it was not the spirit of Elijah that made Elisha a prophet, it was rather the spirit of God that had come upon Elisha. Yes. So when you look at 1 Kings chapter 19, verse verse 19 downwards, it talks about how Elisha was called. How Elisha was called. How Elisha was called. You, you understand that Elijah had already put his cloak on Elisha. He had already put his cloak on Elisha. So the, 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 that encounter was there. That calling was already there. It, God had already also told Elijah to anoint Elisha as prophet in his place. Okay? Even though that had not happened. But spiritually, the guy had already been called by the Spirit of God. And later, he caught the spirit of Elijah. And that is the impartation we are talking about. Tonight, wherever you are, join me, lift up your two hands, receive the impartation. I don't know the grace you desire. What grace do you desire? What grace do you desire? What oil do you desire this evening? Are you desiring the, the, the apostolic? Are you desiring the evangelistic? Are you desiring the healing ministry? Are you desiring the faith and the power gate? Are you desiring the prophetic? Are you desiring the financial prosperity, kingdom prosperity, kingdom financing? Are you desiring that business grace, economic ability? Are you desiring the wisdom? Are you desiring favor, the grace of favor? Are you desiring the grace of long life, divine health? What are you desiring for tonight? Lift up your hands right now with me and begin to pray and say, God, I am ready for another touch. I am ready for another impartation. Release that grace upon me tonight. Father, lift up your voice and pray. Lift your voice and pray right now. We will be closing very soon. I want you to just lift up your voice and begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus that God will release that grace upon your life. Is in the name of Jesus. Tap your voice in the name of Jesus. I Lift up your voice. 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 you the grace you desire, there is want. grace you desire, your a grace you want. Since you have trusted God, get ready and walk in up get ready and work in that grace. In that, in, that, but in that dimension, in the name of Jesus, may you contact that grace, may you contact that grace. Anybody that wants to contact any grace you desire, you must first have a personal revelation of that grace until you have a personal revelation of that grace you will not be able to have access into that grace so you want to lift up your voice pray that god open the eyes of your spirit the eyes of your heart to you have a personal revelation of the grace you desire. I want you to be specific, send the grace you desire, send the grace you desire, and send the grace you desire, the grace you desire, and begin to pray right now. To God and say, Father, I am here. I want the personal revelation of the grace I desire. I want a personal revelation in the kingdom. I want the personal revelation of the healing ministry. I want the personal revelation of the prophetic I want the personal revelation of the apostolic dimension. I want the personal revelation of the favor of God. Lift up your voice somebody pray on to God right now. Come to God and say I am here for a touch. I am here for an encounter. I am here for an encounter. You need a desire. Without desire, a strong feeling of wanting to have the grace. I never have it. Sometimes, the desire is not strong enough. Sometimes, the feeling is not strong enough. That is why you are not able to have the grace. So tonight, you are given the opportunity. You want to say, God, stir my desire. stare my desire. Stare my desire. Still my desire. Still my, my, my desire. my desire. I pray, Lord, God. That's my desire for the prophetic. The the Demisteria, in the name of Jesus, let's your voice. your voice, pray right now that God will tear you, your desire, God will tear your desire, your pleasure is, and your heart will be false. let's have your voice, pray that God will tear you, your desire, pray that God will tear up your desire, in the name of Jesus, let's have your voice, Come here, Come here, 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 Receive the promise. Whatever desire you want, grace desire, give it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus, receive it now. grace you desire tonight, wherever you are. I see that grace coming upon your life See that grace of wisdom Receive that grace you desire in the name of Jesus. Speak to your voice. To I give you glory, Lord, I give you praise. I give you praise. God, I give you praise. In the name of Jesus, I want you to type, I want you to go to the chat box, if, if you can hear me, I want you to go to the chat box or the comment section, and I want you to type the word desire, type the word desire, type the word desire, type the word desire, type the word desire. I have come to understand that sometimes the reason why we don't get what we want is because our level of desire is very low. The way we desire taste, today we desire to, in the next minute the desire is gone. And we are desiring after the flesh and desiring after other things. You are lifting, you are just typing, go to the chat box on Facebook and on Zoom. I want you to type the word desire, desire, desire. As you are typing desire, may God stimulate your desire. May God activate your desire. May God stir up your desire for the grace that you are trusting God for. In the mighty name of Jesus. May that desire come alive. May that desire come alive. May that desire come alive. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. My Yandalaba, we are lifting the last prayer tonight. I want you to pray for your family. You are praying for your loved ones. You are praying for your children, your spouse, your parents, your 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 fiance. You are lifting a prayer for all of them. That as the year comes to an end, every accident that the devil has planned, that domestic accident, motor accident, any form of accident, any tragedy, any manipulations of the devil against your life and your family, you are coming against it right now. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Open your mouth and pray right now. May God answer by fire. Let God answer by fire. Let God answer by fire. Let God answer by fire for your family. Pray for your children. Pray for your spouse. Pray for your parents. Pray for your grandparents. Pray for all your children. Pray for them now. Pray for your guidance. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the 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 name of Jesus and then the great 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 Jesus, the our of Jesus, Father, we thank You. We every the glory unto Every attack against Your holy we the of of the name of Jesus. of Your oh be thou lifted and exalted tonight be thou lifted and exalted tonight may your name be glorified in jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen and amen Amen. god bless you so much for coming on board tonight god bless you god bless